Hey, welcome to Let's Be Real with Tara. Thank you for stopping by yet again. I hope that you're gleaning something from this podcast. And as always, leave me comments, um, suggestions. We're doing this together. So I don't get offended with um, suggestions of improvements because that's what I aim to do. I aim to have conversations where we improve and we grow together, right? Reach one, teach one. We're doing this together. There is none, none that is perfect, no matter how they portray themselves to be. Everyone has someone that they can look to for betterment. So for today's episode, the title is Making a Situation Harder. And as I've mentioned before, um, on IG and in my podcast, most of our situations arise because of our mindset, right? It's the battlefield of the mind. And God talks about this renewing of the mind, um, being in control of your thoughts, thinking on good things. Like He was aware that the hardest place for us to settle into is our mindset. So making th- making the situation harder. What do I mean by that? Now, again, Let's Be Real is a podcast where we talk about everyday situations, but with the spiritual foundation, because God is my foundation based on Jesus Christ. So I just want to make that plainly clear, and we will always lift up uh, his name on this podcast. We're going to go into that um, another day, but I want to kind of um, go there and have a a real open dialogue with you on that. But for today, our mindset. So the foundation, Rachel and Leah. Now, these were the two wives of Jacob. Now, that in itself is a whole other topic, but we want to focus on Rachel. So I want you to go back in Genesis and read the story, but Jacob wanted Rachel. She was beautiful. He fell in love with her. And her father had him work for seven years to win her and then tricked him into marrying the older sister. Well, he worked another seven years for Rachel and then ended up having her as well. Hence the two wives. They were sisters. I want to just lay that framework as we go forward because Rachel, even though she was the second wife, She was the preferred wife, the chosen wife. Left up to Jacob, she would have been the only wife. So now listen to me and remember that. Second wife, but the beloved wife, the chosen wife, the preferred wife, left up to the husband, the only wife. Now with all that being said, you would have thought that she would have been happy. She would have been pleased. She would have rejoiced in the fact that her husband Um, loved her enough to dedicate another seven years of his life just to have her as his wife. But ladies, we allow jealousy. We allow things that we conceive in our own mindset to take us down this rabbit hole that sometimes we then make decisions that get us into a lot of trouble. And when I say trouble, it's not necessarily a physical trouble, but it's heartache. It's disappointment. It's depression. It's anxiety. It's staying up overthinking things that really don't even need to be thought of, but we get in our own head. And let me give you a little bit more of this. 
So Leah was having children and, and, you know, even today they make us feel like if you don't have kids, something is wrong with you as a woman. Like that is the one thing, the best thing that we can do to give our husbands, our mates, whomever is a child. And for those who can't, society makes them feel like most of the time they're less of, you know, you have some women who can stand flat foot and say, don't want any, I'm not going to have any and end up be all, I'm good. I applaud them because they're not going to allow society or anyone in their um, family, friends, community to make them feel otherwise. But for those who desire to, to give their husband a child, who desires to produce offspring and cannot, it weighs heavy on their heart and on their mind because then they begin to believe that they're not worthy, that they're less than, what have they done not to be able to have a child? So a situation that may not be that deep, meaning the husband may be have resolved that we just won't have a kid, but I want you more than a kid. As women, excuse me, we can't just settle on that. We need to produce that child or we drive ourselves crazy, hence making a situation harder than it is. So with Rachel's case, she wasn't having a child. She felt she was barren. I think they just figured she was barren because her sister was having children meant it wasn't the husband. She just couldn't bear children for quite a while. And to make matters worse, her sister was taunting her. You may have been the chosen, but I'm giving him what you can't, children and male children nonetheless, and we know how that goes. So she just felt so bad and she tormented herself. What's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? I just want to please you. Now here's why I say she was making a situation that wasn't hard, hard. Her husband said, I just wanted you. I worked those seven years to get you. Yeah, I have kids with Leah and that's fine, but I love you. I just want you to be happy. What can I get you? Like, then he started have, getting concerned and now you're bringing stress onto into the house because now you have your husband thinking, what do I need to do? What can I do to make my beloved wife happy? Because I don't need her to bear kids. I just wanted her. I wanted to be with her, to share this life with her. And there are times when we have that, we have people around us that are saying, you do so much for us. Like, we just want you in our lives. Don't worry about whether you have the finances. Don't worry about whether you can bring X, Y, Z to the table right now. We just want you. Like, your characteristics is great part of this team. Um, your knowledge of certain things, whatever it may be. It may be something in the environment. It may be something with nutrition. Um, it can be, you know, just encouraging everybody else in the team, whatever you bring, that's all we want, right? We, we love you. We admire you. We just want you to be part of this team. Don't worry about what you're lacking, but here we go. And this is, goes beyond women. This also goes to just hum, humanity. We get so wrapped up in what we feel like we should be bringing that we just miss and we don't hear the people around us saying, all we want is you. You bring enough, just you because you don't realize all that you do bring, keeping everyone together, um, the things that you say, the, the, the motivation, the enlightenment, the knowledge that you have. So whatever you may be lacking, they don't care about that because they see what you do bring. But you can't see what you bring because you can only see what you're lacking. And that's what, that was Rachel's issue. And guess what? Rachel finally had a child. 
And because then Leah had another, they began to be in competition. So even though she got what she thought she wanted, she still was not happy because she forgot that the one thing that she wanted to do was please him and, and let him know that she was grateful that he loved her. She had that. So she did all these things to get the one thing she thought he wanted and that she had to give him. She gave it to him and it still didn't make her happy. There are people who are out here running circles, running in circles, trying to please people when the person's already happy. They're trying to do things to make themselves feel like they're adding to. Sometimes there's no adding to and you need to walk away. And sometimes you've already brought something to the table and the people around you are happy with you. And then you begin to do too much. And then you make that situation harder and you make the people around you now uncomfortable. Look inside and realize all you have, all you bring to the table. And listen when someone tells you that you're more than enough. Because you are. Until next time, let's keep it real. <laughs> <laughs>